welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. We have more to say about Elohim's holy times. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. The holy times are personal to our Elohim and to us as people. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Nevada and Portugal. Listen now for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. In our last podcast, I mentioned a special guest on the next episode. Our guest is scheduled for next week, actually, not this week. So sorry about my error, and please don't miss next week. At the time of this recording, Yom Teruah is approaching. It is the first of the fall holy times, and it will begin what is known as the Ten Days of Awe. Now that's the time between Yom Teruah and Yom Kippur. We hope to talk more about that in a future podcast, but for now, we want to establish the connection between you and these special times. Today's podcast only holds true if you're a party to the covenant that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob have with Jehovah Elohim, the creator of all things. Now, if you aren't a part of that covenant, you can be. The choice is yours. Living a life that's pleasing to Jehovah takes effort, especially if you weren't raised in a setting that taught and lived based on his instructions. The Torah or teachings of Elohim may not always seem easy to understand. Some believers say they are impossible to follow. We have some thoughts from Moshe to share about that. As we discuss preparing for the holy times of Jehovah, we'll be referring to the Torah portion known as Nitzavim. It records encouragement given by Moshe on the last day of his natural life. You can find it in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verses 9 through chapter 30, verse 20. Back in Exodus 19, Israel had a choice. They could accept the covenant with Jehovah, or they could have rejected it. Now, there was no coercion from Elohim. As Moshe stood, reminding Israel of their part in the covenant and the blessings available to them, he identified who he was speaking to. Deuteronomy 29, verses 10 through 15 says, Today you are standing, all of you, before Yehovah Eloheinu, or Yehovah your Elohim, your heads, your tribes, your leaders, and your officers, all the men of Israel, along with your little ones, your wives, and your foreigners here with you in your camp, from the one who chops your wood to the one who draws your water. Uh, did you hear what I heard? Moshe called out every category of person that was standing before Elohim. He included foreigners providing manual labor around the camp. Reading from verse 12, it says, The purpose is that you should enter into the covenant of Jehovah your Elohim and into his oath, which Jehovah your Elohim is making with you today, so that he can establish you today for himself as a people, and so that for you he will be Elohim, as he said to you, and as he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So, Tim, now we know why they were standing there. 
Elohim was confirming the covenant with them, from the heads of the tribes to the foreigners doing manual labor. You know, these days, many of us have no idea about our family history and lineage. So if you're a believer who was not born into the lineage of one of the tribes, you can still be part of the covenant. And you don't have to chop wood or get someone's water. Remember Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. It says, Therefore, remember your former state, you Gentiles by birth, called the uncircumcised by those who are called the circumcised in their flesh. At that time you had no Messiah. You were estranged from the national life of Israel. You were foreigners to the covenants of Elohim's promise. You were in this world without hope and without Elohim. But now, you who were once far off have been brought near through the shedding of the Messiah's blood. That's an awesome scripture, Daddy. Mm -hmm. That tells us that regardless of our birth history, we who believe in the Elohim of Israel can partake in the blessing of the covenant. The holy times are definitely one of those blessings. Now let me read Deuteronomy 29, uh, verses 14 through 15. Moshe identified some other people he was addressing. Starting at verse 14, he says, But I am not making this covenant and this oath only with you. Rather, I am making it both with him who is standing here with us today, before Jehovah our Elohim, and also with him who is not here with us today. Tim, who's not here with us today on that day? Well, we weren't there physically since we wouldn't be born until thousands of years later. Okay. But still, Moshe was talking about us and every other believer in the Elohim of Israel. There are many places in the Bible where we should understand the subject to be they or them, but this is not one of those places. Moshe included us and you because Yehovah Elohim included us and you. This is your official credential, granting you the privilege of celebrating the holy times of Yehovah. If you missed episode 160, titled God's Calendar uh, 2022, please check it out. In it, we talked about the Father's plan to restore His creation to the level He had originally made us. Mm -hmm. It involved a secret so profound that it was beyond the understanding of Hasatan, our adversary. Moshe mentioned something about secrets in his address to the people of Israel. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29 says, Things which are secret or hidden belong to Jehovah our Elohim, but the things that have been revealed belong to us and our children forever, so that we can observe all the words of this Torah. At the time Moshe said this, the people of Israel did not know the secret was that the holy times was a picture of Elohim's plan to redeem and restore his creation. Today, we know that secret. Yes, we do, Mama. And that means that the holy times are ours and our children's forever, so that we can observe all the words of this Torah. Our Messiah died for us, but he did not live out the Torah so we wouldn't have to. His sacrifice enabled us to be grafted into the covenants Moshe is reviewing. And part of that covenant is the Torah, God's instructions. Now that we know the secret, we can observe the holy times with a knowledge of what they mean to us. These times should not be strange to us as if we're appropriating someone else's culture. Now, I think I said that right, did I, Mama? Mm -hmm. Cultural appropriation or something like that? Anyway, we're living out the benefits of the covenant when we celebrate the holy times. 
It's not about having to. It's more of a want to or can't wait to. I'm with you, Daddy. This really is the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, when I hear other believers talk about how much of a burden it is to follow God's instructions, I remember what Moshe said in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 11. Let me read that for our listeners, Dan. Mm-hmm. It says, For this mitzvah, or commandment, which I am giving you today is not too hard for you. It is not beyond your reach. Mm-mm. It isn't in the sky so that you need to ask, Who will go into the sky for us and bring it to us and make us hear it so that we can obey it? Likewise, it isn't beyond the sea that you need to ask, Who will cross the sea for us, bring it to us, and let us hear it so that we can obey it? On the contrary, the word is very close to you, in your mouth, even in your heart. Therefore, you can do it. Many believers say that no one can keep all 613 commandments perfectly. Well, we needed Yeshua to do that so we wouldn't have to. That's what they say, right? Now, how does that fit with what Moshe said to Israel, what Miss just read? Moshe plainly said that the commandments are not too hard for you. That's right. Now, while we all do fall short of Elohim's standard, the commandments include instructions regarding what to do when we do fall short. Those instructions paint a clear picture of Messiah Yeshua's sacrifice for our sins. Also, we know that some commandments apply to special circumstances, particular locations, and particular types of people, like men only, or some apply to women only, or servants only, or employers only, and so on. So it's past time to retire that lame excuse for not following God's instructions. It's also time to prepare for our meetings with Elohim. In Deuteronomy 30, verses 1 through 6, Moshe gives an explanation that matches well with how we prepare for the holy times. It says, When the time arrives that all these things have come upon you, both the blessing and the curse which I have presented to you, and you are there among the nations to which Jehovah your Elohim has driven you, then at last you will start thinking about what has happened to you. And you will return to Jehovah your Elohim and pay attention to what he has said, which will be exactly what I'm ordering you to do today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your being. At that point, Jehovah your Elohim will reverse your exile and show you mercy. He will return and gather you from all the peoples to which Jehovah your Elohim scattered you. Hallelujah. If one of yours was scattered to the far end of the sky, Jehovah your Elohim will gather you even from there. He will go there and get you. Jehovah your Elohim will bring you back into the land your ancestors possessed, and you will possess it. He will make you prosper there, and you will become even more numerous than your ancestors. Then Jehovah your Elohim will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your children, so that you will love Jehovah your Elohim with all your heart and all your being, and thus you will live. In this reading, Moshe reminds Israel that Jehovah, the Elohim who keeps covenant, will gather them back to the land he promised when they do Teshuvah. Teshuvah means repentance. When Israel repents for not following his instructions, when they make amends as outlined in the Torah, and when they return to following Jehovah's instructions, he will bring them back. As grafted in members of Israel, that is exactly what we must do to prepare for the holy times of Jehovah. So, 
What would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and ignore the great secret that has been revealed to you according to Deuteronomy 29? Or would you take the red pill and rejoice in knowing that you are a part of Israel and the holy times of Elohim, you know, the ones we thought were only for the Jewish people? These are rehearsals and feasts revealing the redemption and restoration plan of our Heavenly Father. Amen. We're invited to commemorate it. Only you can answer that. Well, all I know is, if the Most High wants us at His feasts, Mama and I are going to participate. I know that's right. We've missed way too many of them due to lack of knowledge. Now that we know better, we're going to do better. Amen, Daddy. Well, that's all we have time for today. Yom Teruah begins this Sunday uh, at sundown. Find a congregation to commemorate it with or rejoice with the sound of the shofar with other believers. If you'd like more information on Yom Teruah, check out our episodes 7 or 106. Thanks for spending 15 or 7 minutes with us at Red Pill Tour where you can handle the truth. By the way, if you're looking for a place to celebrate Yom Teruah or some believers to gather with, we may have a solution for you. That sounds awesome, Dad. Why don't you tell us when? Well, how about this coming Sunday? That would be uh, September 25th, 2022. And we will be online from 7.30 p.m. until about 8, 8.15 or so. And we're going to be reading the scripture and praying and encouraging one another. And Mama, what do you think? Should we blow the shofar? Oh, we should definitely blow the shofar. Okay, well, I hear you. We're, we're blowing the shofar. So if you want to join us, please send an email to redpilltorah at gmail.com. And we'll send out a link to you. Is that okay? That sounds good. If you don't have a shofar, bring a flute, bring a... Recorder, just bring something to blow. Or you could just say hallelujah. Amen. That would be a good thing to do. Now, we are uh, in the east coast of uh, the U.S., so that's 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, September 25th. Send us an email. We'll send you a link, and we'll see you there. Shavuotov. Shavuotov.